He picked up a larger makeup package and noticed black marks on the counter where it lay. When he turned the package over, he saw why. There, on the back of the box, was a message. An address followed by a single glorious word. Kidnapped. He almost howled with joy and then caught himself and quickly shoved the box into his shirt pocket. Not to interfere with the investigation, but if this piece of evidence got caught up in the Texas bureaucracy, he'd never find the bastard who killed Paul Redmond, a good friend for a great many years. Still, what a goddamn stroke of genius to have to keep to himself. He hurried from the bathroom to the kitchen, where several detectives loitered in a circle. One of them, a young detective, his face scarred with acne, held a baggie containing a single round of ammunition. "'Found this on the floor,' he said, when Redmond entered the room. "'Over there.' He pointed just to the right of the refrigerator. Forty-five, McMahon said, squinting to see it. "'Paul Redmond was killed with a thirty-eight. "'There's lots of thirty-eight specials around,' Walton said. "'Especially here. Not a ton of forty-fives.' "'Got a brand on it?' McMahon asked. The rookie peered through the bag. "'Never seen this kind before. Says S.A. on the bottom.' McMahon looked at Lieutenant Walton, who was currently restuffing his lower lip with skull. His eyebrows raised, he finished, and then spoke around the chew. "'Well, Officer McCutcheon,' said Walton, "'the reason you ain't never heard S.A. is because you're still picking your nose and chasing girls with the boogers, and they went out of business.' He turned to McMahon, his lip bulging with a large pinch. Second Amendment was a small ammo company out of Austin, he said. Ain't seen any of their stuff for a while. Went out of business eight or nine years ago. McMahon took a note. Good. That'll make it easier to match up if anyone happens to dump some cases. Lieutenant, we know they passed through Benton off the I-10. You send a notification to every law enforcement agency between here and Tucson? Let them know that if they have any shootings, we want to make on the rounds if possible. Sure, he said. I'll get out of facts. I appreciate it. It was a long shot, and McMahon knew it. Does she have a car? Yeah, red Volkswagen, shot back. She's got another ride, then. One of my men saw an older blue Impala fleeing the scene, something like that. Well, there are some other tire tracks out there, which are pretty blown over, said the detective sergeant. We're trying to get some kind of match, but it won't be easy. Some empty booze bottles out here, Lieutenant, said another detective, stepping in from outside. Looks like we'll have some prints. Thanks for looking up, Walton said. Anything else can do for you, Chief McMahon? We got some older pictures of her from the Redmond house, but a newer photo of Miss Rainey would go a long way toward helping us. Take your pick, Walton said, leading McMahon to a box on the coffee table. They all look pretty old, though. She was kind of a recluse, according to folks down at the local store. Didn't say much. Came in, did her shopping, left again. McMahon took the best of the pictures, one that showed a full frontal of her face. She was quite a beautiful woman. It was a shame she had married a man like Kyle Rainey. Local motel? asked McMahon. In Beeville. I'll take you there in my car, Walton offered. Got some bags? Yeah, I'll grab them. I'll be right with you. In his motel room, Waller McMahon pulled a note out of his pocket and stared at it. Huntington, California, he said aloud, then picked up the phone and punched in the numbers to his station. It was no longer late. Now it was early in the morning. Hell, that's why he was the chief. The phone rang and his dispatcher answered. She was in her sixties and did not sleep well. As soon as he heard that, McMahon insisted she be hired. Her name was Purina Gruber, and she had never fallen asleep on the job. A first for Benton Police Department dispatchers. Good morning, Purina, McMahon said. Well, hello, Waller, she cried. What the hell are you doing calling me this time of night? Shouldn't you be sawing logs? 
Purina had always called him by his nickname, and McMahon never complained. It was that, or she would call him son. She was an old-fashioned woman, for sure. Well, I got a city in California I want a location on, McMahon told her. Have the info for me by tomorrow morning, and if you can, plane reservations. I'm following this trail right on through while it's still hot. He told her he had to get to a city called Huntington in California, but withheld the address. He said he wasn't sure how he wanted to approach it, but he'd probably contact local authorities for help. Purina, he added, when you get a beat on the city, will you give me a local number for the PD? If I don't put a call into him, I'm probably going to get into trouble. For what it's worth, the name Huntington rings a bell. I might know somebody there. You got it, Waller. You hold on while I punch up the info. Punch it up? On my laptop. The computer, Purina. I thought you were old school.